Blog Talk Radio. All right, here is another lazy day, and I do mean a lazy day in the Sports Bar Podcast. Thank you for joining us. And if you're new to the group or this first time hearing this podcast, we love to talk sports, but we also talk hip-hop, we talk movies, we talk television, we do it all. And today we're going to do some of all of that. As always, I'm your boy Prime. I got my dude Source with me. What up, bro? What's up, Prime? Just out here in these streets, driving around. Uh, it ain't too hot yet, but we know from the last week or so that it's going to be fire. I'll just join in a little bit. It's been, it been disrespectful out there, like, this whole week, bro, like, mad disrespectful. And I'm going to tell you what made it even worse. I went to two different McDonald's this week, man, and as, as the norm, as the norm, I thought don't, we got past that it. in 2019, both <laughs> ice cream machines was down, bro. Both of them was of course. down. Like, somebody to be fired, bro. I, I don't like calling for nobody's job, but somebody got to get fired, especially this week. Yeah, they got to get it right this week. It's 100 degrees out this zone on a regular. But as <laughs> as always, the ice cream machine in McDonald's, I haven't been to McDonald's in I don't know how long, but I do know that the ice cream machine is down. I don't even have to question that. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> hey, man, it's straight crazy, but I'm not messing with it. Um, I know you out in them streets. I, I'm going to have a very short stint out there in those streets today. Um, other than that, the fam and I are going to lay up here in this AC and watch us some movies. You feel me? Yeah, and um, I'm, that's, that's all I'm going to do today. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm going to do. I'm not messing with the heat. I'm all going to tell you, the heat already won. Like, we, we ain't even got to square up. We ain't got to fight. And I'm conceding. You already won. TKO, bro. <laughs> off time. Always. Yeah, Always. man. I so think we're going to kick it. In the crib as well, except, of course, track running Jada has training today, so she's going to be out in okay. that heat. I guess she's going to drive Ooh. her stuff because I don't know if I want to go out in that <laughs> again. Especially they actually going to be outside, I think. I ain't really interested in that. Is, it what, is this what Cool and the Gang meant when they said it was uh, too hot? Keys, 
lot of cats. I think Marlon Dammy threw his hat in earlier a couple of weeks ago. Everybody was posting about it was coming. And it came out and we got some mixed mixed reviews on it. What's your overall opinion? Well, Prime, I ain't gonna lie to you. I haven't heard the whole joint. I I like Nas, but I'm not I'm not uh I've never well I won't say never. I haven't since even since Life is Good, even though I love Life is Good, like Life is Good is borderline classic for me personally. But even since then I haven't been like, Oh, Nas is coming out, let me go cop that ASAP. I did go right. with, with the Nas the Nas Kanye uh label joint. Uh, you know that back to back week joint with, with uh Pushter and them all them joints came out back to back. But this one I you know, I've I've heard like five or six joints at this point. Uh and I gotta say I've I really liked one, but it's more about the the track than anything. And then I heard uh the freestyle joint and that joint was cool. Static Selector did that the beat on that joint. That was cool. But the art of it, that joint is crazy and I don't even know if it's, yeah. it has anything to do with Nas. Because i tell you the truth, like, you know how on maybe Google or, or different apps, like, you'll pull up a song and it's got this, this uh, little snippet? So when I yeah. heard this snippet, it was, uh, I mean, as soon as I heard the beat, like, it was in the middle of the song, but as soon as I heard the beat, I was like, yo! Because they used the intro from Uptown Anthem. Well, Pete Rock, I should say, used the intro from Uptown Anthem and built the beat around that joint. And as soon as I heard it, like as soon as I heard the sound, I knew what it was already and my mouth dropped. So that joint was going to be fire regardless. I don't even know what, like, I mean, I listened to the song. I listened to the verses. It's, it's tight, but it didn't matter what he rapped about on that joint. Because that joint, for me, it was going to be like, that joint's crazy regardless. Other than that, everything I heard... I mean, I'm not impressed. I'm not. I'm not big on the. Uh, I forgot the name of the joint. with Al Jarreau joint. I'm not big on that joint. I know you like the uh, Tanasia. Not big on yeah. that joint at all. Right. I, no, I, I haven't heard anything that I love other than the art of it. I think for me it's just more or less I didn't expect a lot from it, you know, from it. And I think it's what people are kind of getting over the top because it says the lost tapes, right? So right. there was a reason a lot of that stuff was lost. Like it never made the albums. It never, a lot of this stuff was never put out. And, and we hear that from a lot of our artists. Like I was telling the guy that works with me, man, we've been working together for about 15 years. And he, well, I can already tell when I hear something or see something, he ain't gonna like it. Like he <laughs> doesn't like a lot of stuff. Like he, <laughs> he ain't no hater, but he be hating on stuff. Like, but, but <laughs> so much for him is really about hate for real though. It's just about a difference of opinion. And I was trying to explain to him like, what were you folks really expecting? There's a reason some of this stuff never really came out. All right. And we could probably pick a lot of our favorite artists, even the dopeness of Jay-Z. And we probably could go back and find a bunch of stuff that Jay-Z did that never made an album. And, and folks would be like, nah, 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 nah. This, this, this can't be Jay. This, 
that, that, that's terrible. Like, I guarantee you, Jay could probably release a lost tapes and that'd be some stuff. But people will give it justice because it's Jay, but then you have some people to be like, man, Jay just fell off. Not thinking about it, the majority of the stuff that you listen to is like super old, first of all. Right. And so I never took this album to be more than what, you know, than what I think that it really is. Now, could some of the stuff on the album, they may have uh, docked it up a little bit or went back and touched it up over time, you know, or here recently before they released it, but I took it as a lot of this stuff was old stuff. And I never took it more than for what it was. So I'm fine with it. Am I blown away by the album? Absolutely not. But I didn't think that I would be. You know, I never thought that I would be. Matter of fact, if this album came out and been like a triple platinum banger, I'd have been totally surprised. Even coming from Nas. Because I just took it for what it was. And I hear a lot of old Nas in his voice. And I posted, I think, on my Instagram page, and that's at Prime SBK, if you ain't rolling, roll with me, that a lot of it reminds me of some of the older Nas material that I heard, you know, whether you take that as being good or bad. So I really don't have a problem with it. There's not a song on it that I say, oh, that's my joint. I'm going to be burning this joint up every minute I get. But there's probably uh, three or four, maybe close to five songs that I can hear me playing uh, a lot. I should say. Not every day, but a lot. You know, maybe songs I would put on a uh, on a playlist on my iPhone and hit, you know, uh, when I'm mixing up various artists and various cuts and then hit shuffle. You feel me? So I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm definitely okay with it. Did you see why he, you know, Nas was talking about he was hesitant uh, on putting the album out? Nah. What do you why think? he waited? He said that he waited because of... Uh, he didn't want to disrespect the legacy of Pete Rock. And he said the main reason behind that was, a lot of the reason was because um, if you go back to Illmatic and the world is yours, he said that's one of his favorite cuts ever, period. And he said just to be able to collaborate with Pete Rock again as they did after that, you know, I read into it that it was he didn't kind of want to disrespect, he kind of didn't want to disrespect Pete Rock's legacy if whatever they did after that didn't really live up to that cut. You see see what I'm saying? So he said he held out a lot. He held out in putting this album out a long time before they actually, you know, uh, put it out for us to hear it. Hmm. Well, like I said, I mean, P-Rock did the the joint that I love, that I heard, so I got no problem with it. Uh, But I can understand, you know. Actually, I can't understand. I can't understand because he did joints with with a whole bunch of people. I mean, he's done joints since then with with uh, Extra P, right? Right. He's done joints right. with uh. I don't know if he's done. Has he done joints for Q-Tip? I really don't know because I'm not like I said. I'm I don't not, remember one since the first joint. Yeah, I don't either. So I don't know, but I do know that Nas needs. Nas needs a friend. He needs a real friend. He needs one real friend in the studio to be like, yo, I understand you got all the lyrics and all that, telling the story and everything, but this beat is not the answer, bro. What are you doing? Like, you're telling me with this beat. This is the Nas, it's the Nas uh, 
the one knock, well, there's more than one knock you can put on uh, for me personally, but the one knock you can say is pretty much universal is that Nas is terrible when it comes to beat choices. Like, sometimes yeah. it's just like, bruh, this joint is so, the, the, the lyrics are crazy, but the beat is so, like, you. I understand that you're trying to build a story around the lyrics as opposed to build around the beat. But, man, like, sometimes I'd be like, uh, like, I don't know. You ain't got no friends. Don't nobody care about you for real. So they wouldn't let you use this beat for this joint. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Poor Nas. That's my dude, though. But I, I would have to honestly agree with you on that. And you can go back over almost all, almost all of his albums and be like, what? Like, but, like, he had certain cuts, like, over his career. Like, I never thought that I would hear him rapping over, like, I mean, the subject matter, yes, but a prime example. Now, I, I'm not going to dog this song because after a while, it kind of grew on me, you know, but oh, it's not going to be anybody's favorite. Now, you remember Project Window with your boy yeah, Red, yeah, yeah. Ryan Isley in the background? I, uh-huh. never, I pictured Nas rapping over the subject matter. But then when I took to listen to the chorus and hearing Ron, I, you know, Ron Isley, I never pictured Nas, you know, doing no album with Ron Isley. But, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it is what it is at this point, man. And you can go on for a lot of cuts um, over his career. But I, I totally agree with you, man. I'll be brutally honest about it. And that's my dude, too. But um, but one, one thing but, I can but, say, but, I mean, anytime uh-huh. somebody says that, I always go back to, like, my first thought is, like, shoot, what? Nas is, like, is fire. Like, like he got the, the, the heat from Primo for that joint. But then I'm like, well, why can't it be more joints like that? I guess, I don't know, man. I don't know. Different kind of different kind of dudes. But there's lots of people that are lyricists that have beats. There's lots of people that aren't True. lyricists that have beats. But this dude is a lyricist, and usually the beats are questionable at best. True indeed. So we looked through the group, man. We posted it on the uh, Facebook page. And one of our guys, man, who we've had on this actual program, MC himself, Mr. Jamal Raz Rashid Williams. Raz put, if y'all know how big of a fan of his I am, you know how crazy it is for me to say this. But the whole album is truck juice. Not one good track for me. Lost Tapes 1 sounded like a real album. This sounded like a bunch of studio throwaways. Wow. Brother was hurt yeah. on that joint, man. He was Brother hurt. He was hurt. If, if you are friends with, with Rise or you, you follow his uh, Instagram or his, his Facebook page for his, uh, his MC name, then you know. He loves Nas. He was actually with Nas not too long ago, uh, backstage with Nas and, and Lauren Hill at a, at a show, well, maybe maybe a, within the last year, probably a year ago or so. And you know, he was very excited. That I mean, that's it. if I was backstage with you know KRS One or or Common or Q Chip or whomever, I'd be hyped too. But he was very hyped. So for him to say that. That's whew, that's kind of heavy. 
some more thoughts. Mr. Estelle Falcon, not a, not a fan of this. Shaking my head. I'm so disappointed. Um, but then we got some cats, man, that like the album. My man, Pretty Ricky, what they call him, Ricky Whitfield put, um, man, I see a lot of hate on my timeline, but I love this ish right here. Um, my man, Big Mo, Mo C, just downloaded the album to my phone. You got three fire emojis on that. My dude, AJ, Arvin Jackson, trying to find music to soothe his mind and his soul over everything that's happened with the OKC Thunder. As he's still searching for a team. Arvin put, he loved track 4, 10, 12, 14, and 15. Um, your boy, your cousin, Don Mosley, he put um, that uh, J. Rue. Um, that that Jeroa rap joint is growing on me. He took that style from Al's round and round. I like, you know, mm-hmm. various various opinions. Um, Jerron Dennis, Sheesh, while I'm over here trying to get work done, but the album got me vibing too hard to accomplish anything. The album makes me think back to all stages of Nas. And he got to go to most. Mm. Various, various and varying feelings about this particular Nas album. Um, But I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't love it. I take it for what it is. And I really don't have no problem with the project because I feel like I know what it is. Right. Yeah, so. And I'm just just here for the ride. (laughs) Look, while we on Nas, um, Cats in the group was tripping this week, though, because it sparked off a conversation of well, which was Nas's best album. And mm-hmm. there were cats in the group, tons of cats who felt like, uh, what was it? It Was Written was better than Ill Matt. Yeah. <laughs> what did you see when you first saw these comments, man? Well, and actually the conversation was... Uh, pretty pretty much between Illmatic and It Was Written. So not that anybody thinks any other album is, is his best album, but the specific conversation was Illmatic versus uh, It Was Written. And at first I was like, these people are making this up, because I'm thinking back, I'm just remembering back in, what, like 96, whatever, I don't even know what year it was, I'm just throwing out years. Was it 96? Either way, when we it was written first yeah. drop, I remember riding around listening to that joint and being like, it's John Good, it's John Good. But I don't remember the Illmatic feeling. I don't remember the... And and a lot of the... And I, I give it to some people who, who don't get the fact that Illmatic is a classic. Or, or maybe it's not even that. Maybe it's just that they... They don't think it's just. They just don't think it's as good as it was written. I can, I, I can understand it. I mean, like you say, it's only uh, what is it, nine joints? Yeah, nine joints. And then it's just Nas. So if 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 you weren't there, what you know when it when it first dropped, and he was like the the only person of note rapping on the on the whole joint and you didn't get the feeling of that being what it was and him being as young as he was 
and this all just happening, and the album coming out, and the world, you know, respecting it off the top, even though he was brand new to the game, then maybe your opinion of Illmatic is different. Maybe it is. It was written. I had to go back and look at the track listing the other day, though, when this uh, conversation was going back and forth. And uh, I was like, yo, there's a lot of joints on here. (laughs) It is a lot of joints on here. Like. I, I, okay, you know, I, I understand. I understand. I mean, I'm I'm gonna go with Illmatic just because of what Illmatic meant to the to the culture, to the game, and to Nas's career in itself. But that's why I don't even. I'm not even. You know, plus it's subjective. But even with that, I'm not really one to argue if if you think it was written as better than Illmatic. I don't think it's on the level of. Uh, Low end theory versus midnight marauders, or even right. even a versus AT aliens. So I don't think it's on that level, but I do think there's some there's some room for for argument in that uh, the Nas first two joints. Yeah, well, a couple of cats stated the obvious um, that you and I, I think we agreed on. When we talked about the album back in the day, and that it was you know. Um, Illmatic was a shorter album. Uh, one of the arguments in the group, I can't remember, what was, was it Marlon Davis maybe put that the album was only about 35 minutes long or whatever. So, <laughs> you know, that's why he liked uh, it was written better. Uh, we have a man, uh, there was somebody in the group that says they just straight up listened to it was written more uh, than they do Illmatic. So it's a, it's a difference of opinion the way I look at it. But you did bring up a very good point. While I'm going to still ride with Illmatic for my personal taste, it would take a, a Illmatic lover some time to go back and listen to it was written, and you really uh, remember how many bangers were really on that album. Because more than what you think, like a couple of cats straight come to mind. You know, you know, uh, Street Dream, you know, uh, Street Dreams comes off of it. Um, the whole uh, the intro joint with the message comes off a lot of people's minds, you know, straight up. The message is, you know, dope. yes, indeed. Uh, Nas is coming. Just that beat alone get me hype. I didn't see the instrumental alone, but you know, but you know, I gave you power, straight hitting gem. Um, I knew it was dope when I heard it, but it was late in the years that I went back and revisited that I realized. Maybe even I sold it short when I thought it was just dope, cause it's it's it's, it's serious, man. But right. nah, for my taste, I'm still rolling with Illmatic. But it was just funny how that conversation sparked off in the group um, earlier this week, man. It, it was straight crazy. Yeah, the group is crazy. That was a uh, it was a whole hip hop conversation that we had yeah. based on based on nine albums. <laughs> Unfortunately, I fell into somebody's trap on Twitter, you know, how they like to make them choose threes or choose one or somebody got to go yeah. and all that. Most of the time I try yeah. to avoid them jokes. I'm like, man, I ain't nobody got to go. I ain't got to, I ain't got to follow your rule. This ain't, and why am I, why am I fighting between stuff that I love? But then I saw that joint. I was like, yo, <laughs> I got to, I got to go ahead and put this on the people. Cause, cause if I seen, if I have seen it now, Somebody else got to suffer with me and, and think about what three joints it would take out of these nine albums that were listed. And for those who didn't didn't uh, see it or haven't seen it, you might need to go to the SBP group on Facebook and check out that uh, conversation 
as it can still be going on right now because new opinions bring bring other opinions from people that have already commented. But what was it? So I'm not looking at the picture, but it was low end theory. It takes a no, was it? It takes a Nixon a millions to hold us back. A crime. Uh-huh. Ready to die. Um, Aromatic. It was written. Yeah, the infamous. Um, only built for Cuban links. And yeah. I'm missing one. What did the, was it food? Oh, uh, uh, liquid swords. Liquid swords. Liquid swords. That's what it was, yep. Yeah, so it was pick three of those nine. You can only have three of those nine. Man, that joint had me like, yo, this is craziness. You saw my response, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I hit you with the Nino Brown picture, man. Like, um, I'm not true. I'm not taking none of them off this list, and you can't make me do it, Mike Smith. You may, you can't That's make right. me do it. I'm not gonna choose, and I can't I can't do it. Even though I, I I'll say this, and I'm gonna leave it at this because I'm not gonna get into picking. But oh lord, I will fight everybody and their mama if you think I'm taking Raekwon. I'm taking the purple tape off of any list. I'm just going to tell you right now. Yeah, I mean, we can fight right now. Yeah. Matter of fact, yeah. give me your address. I will come to you right now. Anybody listening to this, <laughs> I'm not taking that off of no list. And I'm going to leave it at that. The rest of it, you can debate, but it is what it is. All right. right. Um, what else we had in the group this week, man? I mean, that's a lot of hip-hop talk. We do love hip-hop. But, um, oh, I did ask the people in the group, man, like, and I want to shout out Jerron Dennis because he did this actually on his page, just asking people what they looking at and what they watching since we waiting for oh, the yeah, NFL yeah, to kick yeah. back up. Yeah, so so I decided to bring it to the group, and I asked everybody, what TV shows are you currently watching to hold you over until the NFL comes back? And so we had a lot of people with a lot of the same stuff, then we had a lot of people that threw some things in it. And I went down my personal list. I had uh, Queen of the South. Um, I don't I don't think you listed it. I don't even know if you watch Queen of the South. Um, nah. Snowfall. Yeah, Snowfall is in there. Animal Kingdom. Uh, Grownish. Krypton. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and The Detour. That's probably the seven that I watch the most. It's probably a couple of other ones that I watch that folks, folks would be like, man, I don't believe this dude watches stuff, but... Yeah, I, I felt comfortable putting putting some of it out there like grownish. Because there was somebody in the group that came behind me, and I can't think of who it was, and said, Sam thanks for putting grownish up there. Yeah, he said, that he ain't afraid to admit it because I put it on the page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, so very interesting, man. Very interesting, man. Um, What you got, man? You got it. What you have? Uh, was it Queen Sugar, Grownish? Uh, Queen Chili, the Sugar. Generation. You growing this Chili the Generation and and Snowfall, but Chili the Generation, okay. like I can like I don't expect anybody else to have to watch this, but my wife coaches cheering, coach for twenty some years. My oldest daughter, you know, she's cheered since she was five and she cheers at Virginia Tech, and then my youngest daughter cheers since she was four until last year. So. You know, cheerleading is part of our whole life. And I dated a cheerleader once. No, uh, I don't know if I did or not. But, no, well, I, I married did. my wife, so I guess that counts, right? A couple of them, actually. <laughs> yeah. But, 
so, you know, anything cheer-related, we end up watching, it's, which is cool. It's cool with me. But Cheerleading the Generation is about a mom who was a high school coach of the competition team. Right. And he's won, like, championships or whatever. And then her daughter is the coach of Ole Miss. So it's the behind the scenes, you know, as, a, as reality shows do, behind, behind the scenes stuff, watching them practice and stuff like that and their personal lives and all that stuff. So, one, I mean, it's my daughter's life, my oldest daughter's life, Kelsey, because she's a college leader, D1, you know, college leader. So, that's part of it. And then, you know, she might know some of these people, you know. They they run across each other in competitions and different things uh, over the years. So, it's interesting. So, we you know, we watch that type of stuff, but I ain't got no shame. Ain't no shame over here. And of course, I watch WNBA and MLB, and uh, Word. a lot of that going on. And yeah, so so that's where I am with it for real. Yeah, and um, I think we answered a question for Maurice after he was he wanted to get in on Snowfall, and he asked where he could catch up at. And I know you had put Hulu um, on that. They are on Hulu. Uh, but FX has FX now. They have their own streaming service, their own app or whatever, so you can catch up there. So if you folks ain't watching Snowfall, why aren't you watching Snowfall? Um, <laughs> you brought it up. You brought it up. I think last year. I think you were asking me, was I watching Snowfall? And I admitted to you when Snowfall first came out, I watched like the first probably three or four episodes that first season. I said, it's okay, but I don't think it's nothing I'm going to go crazy over. And right. I think I stopped watching after about the third or fourth episode. But after hearing people continue to talk about it, I got bored one week when I was on vacation, went back and finished off the first season, and it drew me in. And then I got completely right. hooked on the second season, and then here we are buzzing in this season, which is really, really good. So, yes, Snowfall is dope. And there's a lot of folks that listed Snowfall um, in the group. It's like on a ton of people's answers on that. Um, I think you got hashtag Vice on that. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Rest in peace, John Singleton, one of the goats for sure. I see you got hashtag Fire Stick on deck. Have you cut the cord, bro? Okay, let me, let me, tell, you, let me tell you how it's going. So, We've been talking about cutting the cord for at least a year. At least a year. <laughs> I've asked the question on my personal Facebook page about fire sticks three different times. The third time was last week. But it's been three different whole conversations where a bunch of people comment and give their opinions of things to do with fire stick versus cable. So right. Monday Monday was the uh the end all be all of that conversation as it was prime day not your day personally not you not Deion Sanders uh, but okay. Amazon Prime so apparently everything was right. on sale through Amazon so we ended up right. ordering three fire sticks for the house Word. so we can figure out what the heck is going on uh, and then we'll worry about the rest later but we still got cable right now it's about to go. It's about to go. <laughs> but we got to make sure we square it away. We, we just got the Hulu Wednesday. <laughs> set that up. Word. You know, we got to make sure we got some channels and ain't in that joint just looking at each other. 
Now, I'm with you, and I ask, and, you know, I'm glad there's somebody that I speak to all the time, you, my brother, uh, somebody I can ask about these things, because I recently mentioned to you that we are talking about uh, moving to a new place, right? Right. And we've had a long conversation, even as early as this morning, actually, about cutting the cord. We've been talking about it for a year, and I've been scared, and it's not that I want to, but... It's ridiculous, man. I mean, I don't know what you was paying. I ain't put your business out there, but when you get to the point you're paying about three hundred a month for cable, that is. <laughs> like, dog, you know, you know. I mean, it's been a couple of them weeks where I had to drink, you know, I had to drink cheap beer, <laughs> not the beer that I wanted to drink because I paid the cable bill, player. So, nah, I, I think we about to head that way too. And I've been doing a lot of work and a lot of research. To make sure I can mm. get just about all of the channels that I watch. And I think I've solved about, when I purchased these here fire sticks, I think I've solved about 95% of what I was looking for. So I, I think we're headed that direction sometime here in the next month or two. Um, too, because that's, that's ridiculous, man. 300 bones for cable. 300. It's so disrespectful. Man. So disrespectful. Nah, Hey, I had to make sure one thing though. I had to make sure What's they that? had the dag on the uh, the Food Network, man. Like for <laughs> real, like I know. Look, hey man, I know I know anybody put it in the group, but just like Sam talked about, he won't ashamed to admit that he likes grownish. I ain't ashamed to admit that I watch a whole lot of Food Network, man. You you get me the joint, man. I, I don't even care. I got to have my man, my guys' grocery games. My Dana's drive-ins and dives. I got to have it, man. I, I got to have it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Destination America. I got to have my barbecue pit masters. Man. I, I, I need those channels. And I think I've solved this about all of it. And for a lot less than what I'm paying these here people for this here cable. So as a matter of fact, it's crazy that I watch uh, the daggone cooking channel as much as I do. But probably my best dish I can make at the crib. It's a nice burger and a mean, mean bowl of noodles, bro. I mean with it. Oh. Come at me. Mean with the noodles, baby. Yeah, man. So, yeah, so I won't feel alone on this journey knowing you're doing the same thing. Yes, sir, bro. Looking at 300, I was like, bro, hey, listen, listen. We don't even watch TV. Like, I mean, we watch TV every day. And, you know, I'm home 24 hours a day pretty much. But... It's nah. I will. I no, no. We don't watch enough channels to be paying three hundred dollars. Ain't enough channels for, for three hundred dollars. Nah, bro. I'm gonna get this internet and get these five sticks with this Hulu. We already got Netflix and maybe one of them other uh, other apps to get whatever channel that I'm missing. Other than that, we just gonna have to figure it out. No doubt, no doubt. Shout out to all the Seinfeld watchers that continue to watch Brian Austin and my man Anthony. These guys uh, still watching Seinfeld. I've seen every episode of Seinfeld probably 30 times. No show. No, every episode just about word for word, but I, I still watch it. We got a, a ton of uh, Hold on, Brian. Seinfeld on, Brian. watchers. I got, a, I got a bone to pick with you. Uh-oh. On, on behalf of not only the the coalition for the uh, dang, I forgot the name of the coalition for bringing light skin brothers back, which is now defunct. Uh, uh, 
Lord. The whole black peoples, nations of America and beyond. We want to know if you watch all them Friends episodes, then how many living singles have you watched? Because you know living singles (laughs) is the black Friends. Friends was made from living singles. Like, they literally said, we want living single, but with white people. And that's what they came up with. So I need to know, how many living singles have you watched? This is your black card is on the line. Oh, are y'all gonna do me like that? Y'all think y'all can do I'm this to me? <laughs> nah. Hey, look, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I oh, think Lord, living, I go. was just watching. No, 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 no. I was watching Living Single the other day, and you know, me and my lady, we talk about it all the time, or how great of a show it was. We've spoken on it before. Or sometimes you forget about how funny some of the episodes are because it just never, it never hit it as big uh, as Friends hit. But no, I'm a, I'm a huge Living Single fan. I, I watch Living Single now, just like it just like it's still on the airways making brand new episodes. So I watch it. As far as Friends, I will go ahead and be honest with you, and I and I don't know, I won't lose my black card for this, but some of the white folks that love me. I don't know. They might, you know, knock me a, down a couple of notches on the friends list, when I probably was pretty high at some point because I get along with everybody. <laughs> I was not a, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of Friends when it was a regular TV show. Like they probably had gotten to probably the last couple of seasons before I really started watching Friends. So I wasn't one of those guys that tuned in every night that Friends came on. Because I'll be honest with you. The few episodes that I saw at first, it didn't, it didn't really hit me so hard as a must-watch. Last couple of episodes, last couple of seasons, I started to watch, and I can't remember why I started to watch it more. Maybe something I watched it that used to come on at the yeah, same man. time that that was on didn't come on. No, it was on. I, I'm not sure what it is. I became a even bigger Friends, uh, a huge Friends fan after it was completely off day. Because it dominates cable, man. Like, it's one of those things like Seinfeld. It's one of those things like, um, it's, a, it's a ton of shows that you could tell. Like, The Family Guy now, which still comes on television. Uh, the Big Bang Theory. It's one of those shows that no matter what cable you got, it comes on six, seven times a day. It, it does. You know what I'm saying? There's a couple of stations that'll show three or four episodes a day, and there's another state, station that has its right to the show it. Two or three times. So what I'm saying is, it's on TV so much I just had to watch it. But nah, I, I still got my black card, bro. I, I love Living Single. I love okay. Living Single. All right. We'll allow it. And to my wife, we'll allow it. And to my white friends, to my white friends, I still love y'all too, man. Just you know, I just I just won't end hey, like that when it first came to, on. I'm just saying. To Prime's white friends, to Prime's white friends, we want to know how they lived in New York and ain't had no black friends to the last season. What you mean? Ain't no black people in New York? How you got six white people sitting around every day? No black people. Ain't no black people in the background. Now I wouldn't know because I only seen like three episodes ever. So. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know what's crazy? What makes these shows great? Like when you you can get a great show is when almost instantly somebody can ask a question like, "What was their hangout? Like, what was their hangout on yeah. the show? Like, straight up." So you know you can go to. Uh, you know, go to Friends with, you know, Central Perth. You go to Martin. They was at with Nipsey's. You know what I'm saying? Seinfeld was always That's at Monk's. Yeah, you know, it's like 
that's uh, my personal favorite. When we talked old shows, I think it was last year, I believe. What's happened? Mm-hmm. Where were they always at? Was that Rob's they place. At? That was at Rob's place. Sign of a great show. If you want to be in the pantheon of great shows, you got to have a staple. And in most cases, that staple has to be a hangout for the most part. So, yeah, you know, it is what it is, man. So, yeah, so, but yeah, so it's all good. It's all good. Um, Queen Sugar, though, before I roll, you watch Queen Sugar? Yes, bro, yes. Every... Would I lose my black? Would I lose my black card if I've only seen maybe a couple of episodes? No, nah, I mean you know it ain't. I mean I can understand if somebody don't want to watch it. It's a great show though. It's well written. It's smart. It's you know deep. It touches on different storylines and different topics that you don't necessarily see. Like ain't too many shows you gonna see somebody fighting for black farmers. And actually, black people farming land in general, like that's not really a go-to. Black shows you're gonna see hood, or you know what, you know the city. It's not necessarily gonna be in the south and on some farmland. So that that in itself was different. And then, like I said, it's a smart show. Uh, the characters are well defined. It's a bunch of different characters that that you can hold on to or get something from and it's multiple character, characters that you can dislike like it's it's a lot of people like I should be on Charlie's team at all times because she is the light skinned person on the show the light skinned adult woman <laughs> on the show I do not like that lady at all at all like, and there's nothing she does that I find positive so that being said, uh, it's a lot of good characters. It's uh, well written, like I said, uh, from race relations to family issues to you know things that might have happened in a person's childhood and how it affects them going forward. Uh, right. Police brutality. It's everything. It's everything for real. So if anybody is uh, looking for a new show, something to watch, Queen Sugar is a Great choice. It's the sources choice of the day. And I always said I was gonna go back and get into it, man. But I just haven't done it to this point. But maybe one day the binge will be on. Um, yeah, I, I, I think we found. I, I do want to shout this person out, man. Miss uh, Miss Sonia Branch Wilson, man. She might watch more TV than me and you combined, man. She put a list on this bad boy. I mean, she got Queen of the South, Queen Sugar. She got Growing Up, Hip Hop, ATL, Real Housewives of the Potomac. I think that's what that is. Uh, <laughs> I think that's good. what that is. All right. I, I, am, ambitions. I mean, she got stuff. And then she going to pause for a minute and comes back with uh, Love, Life After Lockup, 90 Day Fiance. All, all types of stuff. I mean, good lord! Like she watched more TV than everybody in the group. Man, Man, listen, I don't even know how she has time to do anything. She is, she is, uh, you know, in the in the Richmond City Public Schools uh, system as far as employment, and okay. she is always always fighting for a cause. So I don't Fair know. Enough. How she has time for anything. 
I don't understand. But she maybe she's t- taking her summer break to catch up on all the shows she might have missed. Well, she did mention one show, which a lot of people mentioned that we are all waiting on. Source, are you excited for Power? I ain't gonna lie, Prime. I'm not, and I'm not gonna say. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not gonna watch it, or I'm not ready to see this last season. But I'm not. You know, it's gonna be over after this, Jones. It's gonna be over. And I, I heard there's talks of spinoffs and and other shows coming from the end of this show. That's all well and good, but I really have enjoyed Power since the beginning, and it's been like every Sunday or at least Saturday night at midnight when you could watch that joint, you know, when it would come on on demand something. Yeah. Yeah. Or Sunday when you watch this Sunday night. Man, it was it's been a part of black culture. It's been a part of everybody's culture for real. A lot of you know, there's a lot of people that watch power that aren't black. So it's been uh, a staple of people's Sunday one way or the other. And after this season it's gonna be a wrap, man. But Shout out to Fifty for for putting this thing to, together, and and uh, I mean the run that the show had. No doubt, that's the only reason I'm not excited for it is because of the fact that this is most likely from over here the last season they announced it, and then Fifty said it ain't, but everybody think that he was just tripping. So I, I I don't know, I don't know, but she did shout that out. Um. And only other thing I really got, man, um, like I said, it's a slow sports week, man, so we're just talking about everything, man, shouting out the group as we should because we love everybody. Did you mm-hmm. see this short that Randall posted this morning? Um, Darren McFadden charged with two misdemeanors in a crazy Whataburger case. Well, like, nah, first of all, nah. first of all, how you get arrested at Whataburger, man? Like, how does that even happen, man? Like, I would be too busy grubbing to worry about committing a crime, misdemeanor, felony, whatever, but evidently he got arrested <laughs> at a Whataburger, man. I ain't know nothing. That's new information to me. I I mean I I can't say that I can I can see how someone would get arrested at an, an establishment like that. If you have had the chance to see the video of the man and the lady fighting in the Restaurant, uh, I saw that joint the other day, and I don't, I, they fighting for real. Like, they fighting for real, and it was for a long time. And, uh, yeah, so I, could, I guess it depends on what you were doing before you got to the restaurant, but uh, nah. <laughs> so what, what's the story? What's the actual story? Said something about um, he was arrested back in January after the cops said that uh, he was asleep at the wheel. Um, in his GMC Yukon at a drive-thru in the Waterburger. The officials say during the incident, McFadden resisted officers and ended up with the uh, the ex-running back's driver's side and passenger side windows smashed in. So I don't know what that's what, what that's about, man. Was he was he was he tired? Did he drink too much and fell asleep in the drive-thru? My my big question: Did he even get his food? Like that's what I want to know. Did he even That's get his key. food, man? Like, I mean, I know they don't make water burgers as good as they used to make them, but they still okay. I'm saying, I just wanted the brother get his food. I'm sure he still got enough loot to, you know, get a good lawyer and beat the charges, man. But let's hope the brother won't harm him, man, when he woke up. Hey, 
that's that's real though, because uh, as Jada would say, well, if he didn't get his food, what did you gain from it? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> straight crazy, man. Straight crazy. But, uh, man, but that's all I got. Anything else we need to discuss, man? Oh, we'll throw a little. That was a little sports. I will mention that Cal uh, Corva and Frank Mason were both signed to the Milwaukee Bucks on Saturday, I believe. Cal Corva right, is right. a good pickup, man. That gives somebody when, I agree. when uh, Giannis gets into the lane, gets stuck. That's another person on that wing to kick out to. I mean, you can't leave them. If you want, if you leave them, then I mean, there's buckets. And then Frank Mason is another level for their uh, their backups as well. Eight, Shout out oh, to the 804 oh. kid all day, and uh, so he's back in the back in the uh, in the building. Well, not back in the building. He's new to to Milwaukee, but he will get a chance to get on that court, and uh, that's going to be a good look for him as well. Shout him out, man. And that's all we got. Thank y'all for rocking with us. We decided just to kick a little something. Slow sports week. Uh, so we were just kicking it out there. As always, I'm your boy Prime. You can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Prime SBK. I am Sauce, and you can catch me Instagram and Twitter at Smitty Sauce. At Smitty, is it at Smitty Sauce? I don't even know what it is. S Source and Company. <laughs> I don't know what it is, actually. S Many Source. Go with that. S Many Source. Just come to Facebook, join the SVP group, and uh, figure it out from there. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thank y'all for not taking my black card and all my white friends. I'll see y'all <laughs> soon at the reunion. Peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>